Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy you are here today. We have an amazing guest that is back on the podcast. We have Jennifer Johnson, CEO and founder of Scentshare. How are you, Jen? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. I am so excited for our conversation. We always have a lot to say to each other. <laughs> we and sure do. I'm, now we just get to share it with the world, which is even more exciting. So for those that don't know the story of Scentshare or don't know anything about you or your background, share with us a little bit about what you do, and then we'll get into all the things that we love about Scentshare. Okay. Scentshare is nine years old now. I started it nine years ago after using some other scheduling apps, and um, we just found our niche and found what our users were doing over and over and what they needed. And so we reduced the amount of clicks it took to schedule content to social media platforms. And that's kind of what Scentshare is. We make it really easy and simple to schedule your social media. Amazing. Okay. So what gave you the inspiration to create Sunshare? What were you doing at that stage of life where you were like, oh, how about I create this amazing scheduling app that direct sellers and other business owners can use? What was kind of the catalyst for that? Well, I would have actually signed up for a network marketing company and I was posting on Facebook and I was posting a lot and I was needing to reuse my content easily so I could repost it easily. And like I said, I was using Hootsuite and Buffer and just Facebook scheduler and they all worked, but they were just very time consuming and cumbersome to schedule the amount of posts that I was scheduling. And so that's kind of how Sinshare was born. I'm like, I just need a faster way to do this. And what used to take me about two hours to schedule my content using those apps or using Facebook Scheduler, or I reduced it to about 20 minutes or less using Sinshare. So it was a super time saver. Oh my gosh. Incredible. So just like that, you created this amazing software tool <laughs> that we all have the benefit of using. So if somebody is not familiar with Sinshare, Give us just kind of the quick rundown of how it works, how it can benefit, especially those in the direct sales industry, and also why it's important to use a scheduler like Scentshare, because I know so many are like, well, why wouldn't I just go post on my group or on my page manually all the time? So I'd love to hear in your own words why you, you really see it as such a benefit for this industry. What's so great about using a scheduler is that it helps people be consistent, which is obviously a big keyword, you know, in our industry that you need to be consistent. But it really is so true because, you know, if you post on social media and you post really, you know, consistently for a week, that's great. But if you stop and then you don't have, you know, consistency beyond that, then all of that hard work is kind of going nowhere and you've got to start all over again. And so, when you are marketing your business on social media, the most important piece is consistency. And it's really hard to be consistent when you don't have a plan and you don't have a schedule and you're just willy-nilly, you know, throwing things out there. It can work to get started, but really to 
um, you know, have success and to have that consistent success, you need to be showing up consistently. And so if you are marketing your business on social media, you really should be scheduling your content. And there's lots of ways that you can do that. It's really great that Facebook has that option on their platform where you can schedule, you can schedule for free, but there's a lot of limitations with that. And it's very time consuming and cumbersome when you're on that platform. And then you're also getting inundated with those notifications and then you get lost and you start scrolling and then hours go by. And so it can be a, a big time suck too. So when you, you know, are planning something and you're separate from the platform, you're able to kind of, you know, plan ahead, get all your content, and then you just know that everything's going to be delivered to that platform. And then you can, you know, spend your time engaging and talking with people and building those relationships rather than spending your time on the platform posting. So true. I mean, who wants to wake up every day thinking, what am I going to go post today? Right? So there's a benefit there in the sense that you can get ahead and schedule things all out at the same time when you're kind of in that content creation mode. But I think with that last piece of what you said is so important, right? If you get this hard work done ahead of time, then you can really focus on what matters the most is engaging and connecting with people and creating conversations and not worrying so much about, you know, what you're going to post and kind of dropping everything that day to go create content. So I love that so much. And I'm a super fan of Scentshare. You know that. I've been using Scentshare for such a long time. And one of the things that I love that I feel like we don't always talk about is the fact that all of your content lives somewhere. <laughs> Right. If you're just manually posting, once it's posted, it's posted. And if you've ever tried to scroll back in a group or on a page, you know, beyond the last five posts, it's like you, you know, you get into the cycle and it keeps spinning and spinning. So I love having this content bank that I can always pull from, look and see how I did something the year before. If I needed to change something, like I have all of that there in my Censure library of historical posts, which I think is hardly ever talked about, but I think it's so, so valuable. Yeah, I agree. I mean, having a a receipt basically of everything that you've ever posted and when is really helpful, especially when deciding what you want to do next. Or again, if you want to really reuse something, which a lot of people in direct sales do, they're reusing their content from maybe one party to another party, or even sharing that party information and sharing it to their group and then to their page. So reusing that content and posting it in different times and places is super important, but it's also really easy to do with SendShare. So easy to do. I I think that's my favorite feature, to be honest. Okay, so tell me, what do you think are some of those underutilized features in Scentshare? And I'm sure we have lots of Scentshare users that are listening. What are they missing out on that maybe they don't know about? Because I feel like I'm always uncovering something new that Scentshare has to offer. I think that one of the features that we hear a lot about people who are surprised they maybe did not know it was there is our text clips feature which is basically when I created the feature, I was using a whole bunch of sticky notes on my computer that I was copying and pasting this kind of same information, whether it was a website or whether it was a call to action, you know, or even just a full post message. I was, you know, using all these sticky tabs and copying and pasting, and it was a lot of back and forth. And so we created text clips in Censure where you can, basically you can go in and pre-save that information that you use all the time or that you're putting in your posts and your content. And it has it available in a dropdown. So you can just, wherever you're cursor is in your post message, you just click your text clip and that information pops right in. And so it can be a super time saver without having to, you know, again, click over through different tabs and do copy and paste. It's just right there, inserts it right in, and then you can continue scheduling your post. Yeah. I use text clips for my hashtags that I'm I'm using frequently. I have some hashtags, text clips, and then 
I know I have one where it says how to listen to the podcast. Actually, it's like a one sentence of, you know, listen to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And it, it gives them and has a cute little emoji attached to it. So I'm, yeah, love, love, love text clips. And it can be really helpful for those that are running parties that are, again, sharing a shopping link or how to connect or how to message them. Having that already kind of scripted out right there makes it so, so easy. It sure does. And then it also helps reduce typos too. So if it's something that you're typing all the time, you know, you just know that you've already have it set and saved exactly how you want it. And so you don't have to really worry about it. Yeah. Okay. Big question coming up next. Okay. Let's talk social media 2023 because we know that some things have changed, right? Like I know we have a lot of people listening right now that are maybe feeling a little frustrated with the visibility of their posts or the algorithm or, or whatever that might be. But we also know some things have remained the same. So in your eyes, because I know you're always watching what's happening on all the platforms and you're seeing it across your huge user base, what has changed and what has remained the same? That's a good question. It's interesting because I see a lot of people online right now saying, you know, marketing has changed. What you were doing before isn't working. And there's some truth to that, but there's also some falsity to that because, you know, the platforms are still just the platforms. You can do the same things on them. You can post a photo, you can post a video, you can post a status, you know, there's different things that you can do. I think that people's attention spans have changed a little bit. And then the platform obviously has gone through some changes too. So speaking of like Facebook specifically, back in 2016, it was kind of like quantity over quality as far as how many posts that the platform wanted and what people were responding to. And then it changed for several years where it was like quality over quantity, you know, um, yeah. That was kind of a more of like marketing strategies and stuff. But what we are seeing kind of come back again is more of the quantity over quality again, because it's okay. there are so many people on that, not saying that you want to put out bad content, but that you shouldn't worry so much about it. You know, if there's a typo or if it's not perfect, it's okay because social media posts have a very short shelf life, especially on Facebook. And so if you can post something in the morning and if it didn't get a whole lot of traction by evening, it's gone. Like mm -hmm. somebody may comment on it and it bumps it back up, but it's not going to bump it back up into like the full algorithm of actually spreading it out to other people. So you really can only have a few hours for content to be engaged upon on Facebook before it needs the next post. And so it really is that quantity that the algorithm is looking for. So it's kind of looking for both. And I guess I don't know if I answered your question. Things have changed, but they're also much the same. And so obviously put out good content, you know, the better things that you can share and the more value you can share. But um, it definitely is about quantity again. And so, you know, if you're you know, posting in your group only once a day and you're not seeing results, that could be why. You might need to be posting two, three, four times a day simply because you're competing with all the other people who are posting that amount of content. And so I guess a, a suggestion would be for people to try it out, you know, yeah. and try increasing your, your posting frequency and seeing if that increases your engagement, you know, make sure that you're posting more engaging content because people are looking to be entertained and have fun. And then obviously throw in those promotional posts in there too. Yeah. And I think, you know, what's interesting about that is when we think about posting and the visibility of our posts, I think so often we get caught up thinking, oh my gosh, if I post something similar, even a week later, people are going to be like, oh, that's the same thing she posted. But I think what I'm hearing you say is 
Like, that's okay. There's visibility. There's only a a fraction of people that are even probably seeing your posts, let alone engaging with your posts. So if you have something that kind of didn't land the way you wanted it to, rework it, try it again, use a different graphic, use a different video, kind of switch it up and see. And at the same time, if something is doing really well, like do more of that, right? So I know it's a little bit more of an art than a science (laughs) a lot of times when it comes to social, but... I think that's a great reminder that not everyone is seeing everything you're doing on the platform. For sure. And then even to go back to what you just said, you know, as far as if something didn't work, you know, rework it, maybe adjust it. You can certainly do that. But sometimes just reposting it again, completely identical at a different time on a different date will have completely different results. And it's just the platforms, you know, they're not perfect. It's not a, you know, a perfect science, you know, it has a fluctuation and ebb and flow with just like people do. And so, you know, if you posted something to your page and it didn't get any engagement, post it to your group, you know, do vice versa, post it at a different time. And you don't even have to go through the process of changing it. You know, you literally just hit repost and it's done for you. And you're just selecting that day and time. And then if you did have good engagement, you know, you might want to say, Hey, this was great. I want to reuse it. I'm going to go ahead and schedule it again. And repost it again for two weeks from now at the same time, because even though you may have gotten really great engagement on that one, still only a fraction of your followers saw it. And so posting it again, you know, I don't think that people seeing multiple things from you is something that is should be much of a concern. Yeah. Because they just keep on scrolling. I think that's the reality, right? There's that short attention span, which you were talking about in the beginning. Nobody's really watching you that closely. <laughs> maybe your mom. <laughs> but right. maybe your shout best out to friend, moms. <laughs> right? Shout out to the moms that see all the things. But uh, I mean, the average person that's following you is not paying that close of attention because they're moving on to the next thing and the next thing. And like you said, it has such a short shelf life that I think it's okay to repost, try it again, do it differently, post a little bit more, post a little bit less and and see where you're getting some traction. That's right. Have fun with it because, I mean, it is social media. It is meant to be fun. And I know we're all trying to, you know, get our posts seen and everything, but that's kind of how you do it by testing things out, trying new things. Yeah. Okay. So out of all the different types of content that you could post across all the different types of platforms, is there one that you're seeing that's getting more engagement than others? You know, we hear there's articles about stuff like this all the time, like video is getting more traction or a carousel post versus a a single image or anything that you're seeing from your perspective that you're like, oh, this type of post or this category of posts is really getting great engagement. No, in fact, it's, <laughs> I love that it doesn't answer. Come, no, it doesn't come down to your type of post. I mean, each platform has the option for different variety of types of posts. And so as long as you're posting a variety on that platform, then you're good to go. You know, so if you're posting on Instagram, you know, you definitely want to post a carousel. You want to post something to your feed. You want to post to your stories. You want to post a reel. You know, you want to post a variety of content because that's what the platform allows. And that's really what the platform is looking for. But consumers of content. Some people love to read. Some people love to watch video. And so it really is down to that person. And that's really 50-50. And so it's up to your content and how it's hitting that particular person. We certainly don't have data as far as you know what consumers are loving about the content of the platform. But as far as what people are posting, there is no one type of content that's outperforming another. It's literally just your content and what you're trying to share and who you're reaching. Because some people are wanting to read and some people are wanting to look at graphics and some people are wanting to watch videos. So if you're posting that variety, then you're good to go. 
I love that. Okay, so mixing it up, there's no magic secret formula that Jen knows at Scent Share that nobody else knows. I <laughs> 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 love it. Okay, so I have to ask this too, because this question used to come up all the time. Like if I'm using a third-party posting tool like Scent Share, does that decrease my visibility and engagement? And for a long time, that question came up and then it went away for a really long time and nobody asked me that. And I have to say in the last couple of months, I feel like there's rumors flying out there that using a third party tool decreases visibility. So can we set the record straight? (laughs) Sure, of course. I mean, it's been proven time and time again through lots of different avenues and you can search it up on Google, but there is no difference between posting manually or using a third party app as far as your reach overall. However, there is a small caveat with that. When you are going from posting manually on the platform and then you are using a scheduler or a third-party app for the first time, you may see an initial dip in views slightly if you are only scheduling promotional content. And that's kind of the caveat. Sometimes people, when they start to schedule content, they schedule out all their promotional posts and then they are going to post their personal posts or their team happiness posts or anything like those, you know, more personal things, they're going to post those manually, in which case promotional posts tend to get less engagement than engaging posts anyways. And so if you are starting to use a scheduler for the first time, our advice is to make sure that you're scheduling engaging content as well as your promotional content. And if you're doing that, then you won't see any difference whatsoever with your reach. And so it's really just about that consistency. Again, if you're going to schedule your content, you don't want to just schedule your promotional posts and then post everything else engaging manually because then you will see a difference. But if you are scheduling your content, all of it, (laughs) then it's going to have the same visibility. Oh, so good. That question, like I said, it comes up over and over again. So lately I've heard it more. So I'm so glad that that is the truth. <laughs> and yeah, heard it here on the podcast. <laughs> so good. Okay. So Jen, as we wrap up, what is your favorite office supply? <laughs> you didn't see this question come in, did you? <laughs> no, gosh, office supply. Let's see here. I do everything digitally. So I... <gasps> do you? I do. I usually don't use a whole lot of office supplies, but... um I mean, I love a good pen, (laughs) like a nice, smooth, normal, big pen. None of those fancy pens. (laughs) No fancy, just regular, a regular pen. I love it. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. You're a digital CEO and you're, you're all over the place traveling. And so it makes sense. You don't have that many office supplies. Yeah. And in fact, I work from everywhere. I work from my car. I work from just on my phone. And so I actually don't even have like a dedicated office space at my home. And then um, in my house the other day, I think I was on the phone and I was wanting to write down something. I couldn't find pen and paper in my house at all. Like I, I couldn't even think in my head, where would pen and paper be? I literally don't have it. There's no pen and paper in our house, apparently. Okay. Okay. I'm going to ask you a different question then. I feel like okay. this one was too difficult. <laughs> okay. What? Other than the CentShare app, what is your most frequently used app on your phone? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I use Google Keep. Oh, okay. Tell people what that is if they don't know. So Google Keep is basically just like a notes and it can swap between your phone and your computer. So anything that you save in your note on your phone, it's automatically there when you open your computer and you can share them through other 
Google users. And so if I have like a long list of ideas or something, I could share it with you and you can open it. And and another cool feature about it is that you can press record and just it'll record the, your audio, it'll record your voice, and then it transcribes it into that message for you. So you can just click record, record yourself, it transcribes it. So then you can just click copy and paste and actually have all that <laughs> copy I there rather than it. just your voice. So it's kind of like a digital post-it note plus more. <laughs> Yes. And I use it all the time. I have like a bazillion keeps. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. So good. Well, it's always lovely to have a conversation with you. I look forward to seeing you soon in real life. I think the last time we all got together, it was right before the world shut down. I think it was the last big trip in 2020, March 2020. So I'm so excited to reconnect and see you in real life and hang out. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's wonderful. So thank you for having me here on your podcast. And then, yeah, I'm super excited to see you next month. Yay. Okay, Jen, where can we connect with Centshare? What's the best place to go? Uh, where, where are we sending people? So you can go to Centshare.com. That's our website. Oh, I mean, you can find us at Centshare on all the social channels. And we spend a lot of time on Facebook and Instagram. So come say hi. Perfect. Thank you so much. I look forward to talking soon. All right. Thanks, Becky. Ready to stand out from the rest? Build your personal brand by launching your own mini website and blog. Best of all, it's crazy simple and customizable. You can centralize all the things, collect email addresses, and share what you're all about at ohmyhigh.com. Start your free trial today. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, moderndirectseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz.